Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to take a closer look at NVIDIA. We're going to do a few things. First, we do have some updates on the regulations that kind of appeared yesterday. NVIDIA did provide some more information for us investors. Unfortunately, we are seeing some movement in analyst price targets. And we also have some updates that the company has mentioned with partnerships with Foxconn. So it's been a pretty crazy 24 hours for NVIDIA. We're going to take a closer look at all that in today's episode. So let's get started. All right. So if we take a closer look at price action, NVIDIA video right now is sitting at $426 is down an extra 3% today. We can see in the past five days, NVIDIA is down roughly 8.88%. In the past month, the stock is down roughly 3%. So yesterday, we did take a closer look at NVIDIA when there were reports that new AI regulations were appearing um, from the United States. And obviously, companies like NVIDIA and other semiconductor companies that deal in the AI space took some pain yesterday today as we saw in the price action well late last night the company did kind of report uh sec filing where they did kind of showcase or inform investors a little bit more of what's happening so let's take a closer look finally i want to thank the motley fool for sponsoring this video and check out fool.com jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now with that link you get a promotional offer for the subscription service now let's continue with today's episode all right so now the sec filing mentions that on october 17th of 2023 yesterday the united states government announced that it submitted some more changes to that kind of export regulations that we saw early la that we saw last year and this is going to impose additional license requirements to certain countries like we know china um certain countries in the middle east like saudi arabia um also countries like vietnam as well um and they also mentioned that these are thresholds or these licenses are going to be needed for things like the a100 the h100 which we already saw right and we knew the a100 and the h100 are not going to get the license requirements right then they kind of nvidia created the a800 and the h800 so now these new regulations also imply with those kind of solutions it goes with the a800 and the h800 and this is why i do believe the stock took a bigger hit yesterday because we did know that hey those specialized chips were also going to be impacted now what i'm actually surprised from reading this is the company also mentions that some of their consumer chips are also being included in this list the l40 and the l40s which are mainly on the data center market but uh, they are based on the RTX 4090 chip. And they also mentioned that the RTX 4090 are also being implemented in this kind of licensing requirement. For those that are not familiar, the RTX 4090 is the gaming chip um, that is used by, by gamers, not workstations. Let me just look at uh, 4090 right now. So if if right now this is just their gaming solution, um, which is roughly sixteen hundred dollars. But for those that are not familiar, a, a few a few weeks ago or about a month ago, Nvidia introduced uh, the L forty and the L forty S, right? And the L forty and the L forty S are based on the AD one o two chipset, the ADA one o two GPU. And the ADA 102 GPU is the one that's also used in the RTX 4090, which is that gaming uh, GPU that I was talking about. So NVIDIA saw that there was this huge AI market. So they decided, hey, look, we have this top of the line gaming graphics card that is doing amazing. But unfortunately, 
the consumer market is still pretty weak. Let's kind of use this technology that we have here and let's kind of create a data center solution. And that's where pretty much the L40 and the L40S were born out of. Uh, so obviously these are new implications and I do want to say this is going to be interesting, right? Um, but it does kind of make sense as right now we are seeing a lot of AI workloads shifting to maybe the high tier consumer cars as like the A100, the A800, and the H100 um, are in such high demand that there's not enough supply. So AI developers are trying to find other solutions out there. And we're seeing the RTX 4090 be a great kind of market opportunity for that. Uh, so that was pretty interesting. Um, I do believe in the long term of things, NVIDIA will have to tweak their graphics cards a little bit more to kind of meet the performance threshold. And I do believe that's what's going to happen. Um, but between the 8800 and the A100, it was just a few shift. I do believe most of it was on the networking, uh, on the networking and communication side to kind of reduce that performance threshold. NVIDIA now has to do a little bit more than that. Um, well, while well, I do believe that's going to happen. It might take a little bit longer than previously expected. Um, they do mention that the requirements may impact the company's ability to complete development of products in a timely manner. I don't think that's going to be necessarily true. Um, but the company does mention that the company's third quarter of fiscal 2024 ends on October 29th. And... The, full, the rules is in effect 30 days after its publication, giving the strength of the demand of their products worldwide. They do not anticipate the additional restrictions will have a near-term meaningful impact to them. Again, one thing that I kind of mentioned last episode was what does near-term mean for them? Is that one quarter? Is that two quarter? Is that three quarters? Is that two years? Um, and that's something that I do believe we're going to start to, uh, we're, we're going to hear a lot about during the, er during the earnings call next month. A lot of analysts are probably going to be asking questions on, hey, how are you going to move outside of this kind of new regulations? Do you have something implant? And if not, what do you mean by short term? Overall, I'm still bullish in NVIDIA, but like I mentioned in the last episode, I have no intentions of buying right now, um, but I also have no intentions of selling. Now, another thing that I did mention last um, la last episode when we took a, a closer look at NVIDIA is that one thing we were going to start to see is companies and analysts reduce their price targets or reduction of estimated revenue, um, and those usually go hand in hand. Uh, most of these price targets are usually based on future expectations of revenue and earnings but now because of these extra restrictions there are a few analysts that are both reducing uh, revenue expectations for the next few years and also reducing price targets uh, city for example they cut their price target to nvidia to 575 dollars from 630 dollars that's still a, a nice upside but they do mention obviously it has to do with the restrictions morgan stanley also did the same um, they kind of reduced the price price target from 630 to 600 dollars per share um, both of them are kind of just discussing the overall export license and the uncertainty that is creating for the stock now before i go any further i do want to say thank you guys for the support we just hit 28.3 thousand subs i'm trying to hit 30 thousand by the end of the year so if you haven't make sure to hit the thumbs up make sure to hit the subscribe button um, if you want to check out weekly exclusive videos join the membership i am going to be releasing one today on asml earn 
learning. So click join to learn more. Uh, special offer at fool.com slash Jose. JoseNaharo.substack.com for free newsletter and semiconductorwatch.com for a free semiconductor news. Now, there are some other semi uh, NVIDIA news that I have here that we can probably discuss um, in forms of update. Uh, the first one is on November 17th. So yesterday, we all, October 17th, we also saw that NVIDIA is bringing their Tensor RT large language model for Windows. And this is overall to improve large language, um, to kind of improve AI workloads, mainly in large language models locally, um, opposed to maybe uh, locally on device, right? So no, this was kind of in the data center and it was NVIDIA's open software solution to kind of showcase to the market that, hey, look, we have an open source product. So now they mentioned that GTX RTX, uh, GeForce RTX and NVIDIA RTX GPUs, which are packed with dedicated AI processors called Tensor Cores, are bringing the power of generative AI natively to more than 100 million Windows PCs and workstations. They do mention that generative AI on PC is getting up to four times faster via Tensor RT LLM for Windows, an open source library that accelerates inference performance for the latest AI language large models like Llama 2 and Code Llama. They do mention that even a pretty cool, uh, a pretty big uh, large AI generative solution, Stable Diffusion, which is used for image uh, text-to-image generation, is already using Tensor RT acceleration. Uh, so I think it's pretty interesting, right, that we are kind of getting um, AI improvements here on the Windows market as well. Uh, and I do believe it's going to continue to be a nice bullish case for people to go out there and buy NVIDIA GPUs for their laptops, for their graphics, for their PCs, for their workstations, because we do see NVIDIA continue to develop in the AI front even in the consumer side. Uh, so I don't think this is necessarily big, big news, but it just kind of overall showcases the bullish case of NVIDIA and the consumer market. Now, what I really want to talk about is October 17, NVIDIA partners with Foxconn to build factories and systems for the AI industrial revolution. So I think this is pretty good. Foxconn is a huge manufacturer of a lot of electronics. They have been a partner of NVIDIA for a long time. Now they're kind of becoming even even super partners, uh, and they will integrate NVIDIA's technology to develop a new class of data centers powering a wide range of applications. Obviously, these applications will be using NVIDIA's infrastructure solutions uh, for various things, obviously for data centers, but not only that, for automotive, for robotics, um, and this is going to use a lot of NVIDIA solutions like NVIDIA Hyperion 9, which is their off-the-shelf um, automotive solution. Then they also are going to use NVIDIA ISIC, which is for robotic systems. They're going to use NVIDIA Metropolis for smart city. Uh, so overall, and obviously they're going to use like NVIDIA's HGX, NVIDIA GH200, uh, which are all their supercomputers to really create these solutions. So I think this is a big win for NVIDIA and also a big win for Foxconn. Here we can see that uh, Foxconn and NVIDIA amp up electric vehicle innovation as well. So pretty similar. Uh, we can see NVIDIA Drive, which is the software solution for autonomous driving, will be using NVIDIA's Orin and future chip NVIDIA Thor to 
pilot a uh, autonomous vehicle fleets uh, and obviously all the data that is collected from these uh, from these vehicles are going to go to these AI factories that are created by Nvidia. Uh, so Nvidia seems to be a full stop system for everything here in the automotive, in the automation and in the AI market from infrastructure, hardware to software and here is the perfect picture of that. Uh, so pretty cool news in my opinion for Nvidia. Like I mentioned, I'm bullish in the company. Short term we can continue to see some pain. I do believe we're going to continue to see some analysts hit the stock with maybe price target reductions because of the reduction on revenue estimates. I'm a-okay with that. I do believe in the long term, NVIDIA will be a bigger company, but it's not going to be in a straight line. So take care, have a good day, and see you next time.